Welcome to the Bober Academy Football Podcast, where we discuss all things football, primarily focusing on linemen. My name is Chris Bober, and this podcast is brought to you by the Bober Academy, where our mission is to train and develop superior linemen to dominate on the gridiron. You can subscribe to the Bober Academy Football Podcast by clicking the subscribe button wherever you find your podcast, and you'll receive weekly reminders and weekly updates throughout the season. If you're watching this on YouTube, be sure to click the little subscribe button below and also the little bell so you'll be notified whenever we drop a new video. All right, so it's hard to believe we're seven of nine weeks through the regular season of the 2021 high school football season. And in an effort to highlight superior line play, we're, we're going to be featuring alignment of the week every week as nominated by their coach. And to highlight week seven, we're joined by head coach Cam Lenhart from Bennington High School to talk about the Badgers 49-14 victory over the Elkhorn Antlers. We're also joined by senior O-lineman, D-lineman, Jake Steyer, who was nominated as their lineman of the week. Guys, thanks for coming on the podcast. It's it's awesome to catch you after such a great victory this week. So thank you so much for being here. Of course, Chris. Thanks for letting us be here. Yeah, I know. So, I mean, I know you have parent-teacher conferences this week. So as, as a coach, you got to teach too. So um, you're pulling double duty. And thanks for, for making it possible. Um, all right, so you guys are off to an awesome start. But before we get into kind of what's happened this year, tell me, Coach, I just want to ask you, you guys had a really good team last year too. I yeah. mean, you guys were loaded. Um, and you lost some guys, your quarterback, your all-state running back. Um, and I knew you got some big dudes coming back. But tell me about the message to the team coming off a disappointing loss in the playoffs, knowing that you guys can make a run this year. What was, your, what was the feeling of the offseason? I think that uh, that feeling of how we ended last season just motivated uh, the guys in the off season. Sorry about that. If I don't move, right. <laughs> uh, uh, hit the sensor. There it is. Uh, Sorry about that. Yeah, no. So uh, the the guys put in a lot of work on uh, this off season. And like I said, I think it's what motivated us was that how the in the season last year finished up. And I know Jake shaking his head. Uh, we knew we had pieces coming around. You know, Tyler LeClaire last year was a phenomenal backup, but our, our running back for us. But we knew Dylan Mostek was going to be just as good, um, and he's proven that as well. And so it was really just all right. We got a taste of what what could be, uh, you know, a, a huge run, and we got it cut short. How can we use that to make sure it doesn't happen again this year? Nice, and I saw all these guys. Um, so I got I love having Jake on here. I work with Jake a bunch this offseason. Jake, I, and I got to see you and work with you this offseason. But um, how did that the way last year ended? How did that affect you this offseason? Uh, I believe it put a it like put this chip on all of our so on all of our shoulders that um, we're just going to go out and dominate every game, and we're going to work hard in practice and just get better every week that we can, and just have that same uh, mindset that we're going to attack, attack, attack everybody every game. And just get after it. Just get after everybody. Yeah, you kind of you kind of knew you had something special, and then I got to see so many of your big guys this offseason, and I was pretty darn impressed. Um, so okay, so you go out and you guys are you guys have had a great start to the season. Obviously, you start and you didn't play any slouches, right? Grand Island Northwest, Aurora, Norris, Scott, Blair. These are all playoff teams. A lot of those teams are are good football teams. And then um, you come out and beat the defending champs, Elkhorn Antlers, this this last week in a very convincing fashion. Um, Coach, tell me about going into this season. What, what's your message for these guys? I mean, you're 7-0, and and I've mm-hmm. been on teams that go on runs. How hard is it to keep these guys going? What was your message to start? And then how, what's your message to keep these guys focused? 
Well, uh, we knew that we were going to be tested right away. And so, um, you know, that was kind of, I would say, the first message when we started the season is like, we got to we got to get going up quick because we have tough competition from the get go. There is no kind of you kind of roll in and have to and can slowly get better. We have to play at a high level from the get go. Uh, and then from now where we're kind of sitting at is we've had a great start, but it's just the start. If we don't finish this the way we want to, it's, you know, it's going to be back to that feeling that we had last year. So uh, I think the difference with this year is we, this group, in my opinion, has been more hungry than any other group I've coached. Um, you know, they're not satisfied. You know, after every game, we ask them, did we play our best football? And the answer is always no. And because I don't think we have yet, I think we're still getting better. Uh, and I think that mindset is um, what's driving this team to get better every week is they want, they don't want to have an ending like last year. Nice. Nice. And you guys are definitely doing that. So Jake, tell me about, um, you know, in the locker room, you know, in the locker room, the weight room, the huddle, what's this mentality of your teammates? What, you know, just tell me about um, and what you guys talk about and, and what you guys feel for like goals and what you want to accomplish and how you're doing that weekend and week daily and weekend and week out. Um, we, I feel, we all have this great chemistry in the locker room. We all are friends with it. We're all best friends with each other. Like on the O-line, I've been playing next to Cody since, third grade and Carter since like fourth grade and Jameson yeah. Schaefer joined us in middle school. So we just have that great connection with everybody. And it just feels like we're all doing everything as one unit. And that's, that's how we see everything. That's how we got to go through. That's how we go through practices and everything. Yeah. Kind of a reliance on each other. You don't even let each other down for a bad practice or a bad play. I think that's, that's a great mentality. Um, okay. So you guys have started great. And then, you know, you come up to this big matchup against Elkhorn, right? And, Elkhorn hadn't lost since they lost to you guys last year. And and you guys come out and, and really just, I mean, honestly dominated. And I, I'm an handler, man. My, I, um, but you guys took care of business. And they had some stuff going. But then tw- three times in the first half, they turned the ball over. Once on an interception and twice on downs. And those turnovers on downs, I think, mean more than a fumble or, or an interception. Coach, tell me about the game plan for Elkhorn. I mean, obviously, you, you, you're – you do the same thing every week, but mm. specifically for Elkhorn, how did you feel going into that game? And what would you tell your guys that, that made them come out and play so well? Uh, I think we, we saw, first of all, we saw an advantage that we felt we had uh, offensively. We felt we could score every single time um, just, and we made adjustments throughout the week. The guys did a good job of picking up. We had some audibles that when they lined up in a certain way, we were going to check to a different, different play or a different way to run it. Um, and our and our quarterback and our offensive line, they did a really good job at making those adjustments early. You know, I think what helped us is we were able to, first of all, score right off the bat. Um, and then we get the stop on downs, we go score again. Get the interception, we go score again. You know, anytime you're getting 21 points right away in the first corner, quarter, you're doing something good. And any team that's down 21 points, that's, that's difficult to come back from. Um, and so I think that is what really helped us is this, we got out fast and we kept going. We didn't have a – have something slow us down. We didn't have to punt. We, I mean, we would score, score, score. And that really helped. Yeah. I mean, nothing's ever perfect, but it was pretty darn close. Yeah. Um, Jake, tell me about that game. You guys dominated up front and, and that was one of the strengths of that team. You know, they lost some guys from last year, but they still had some big dudes up there. Um, it seemed like you guys had an answer for everything they were doing offensively. And then when you're on offense, it seems like you had the perfect play called every time. Um, tell me what what that what was that like and, and what was that preparation like going into that game? We just knew we had to come out and punch them out, punch them in the mouth from the start and in every play. We knew they had big dudes on the on the line. Betts is phenomenal for even being just a junior. He still has one more season, mm-hmm. um, and we just knew we had to take it to him on the front lines. And 
that's just what like mattered the game. And then we have Coach Bird calling all these like perfect plays. You know, he's like a genius. He knows exactly what's going on. And so he's just calling like the perfect plays every time. You know, you know, it says something, Coach, when you hear um, this, like, it's interesting because you don't hear a lot of high school coaches saying like what you're saying, because most of them are, have like a, a fundamental principle of how they like to run their offense or defense. And they just rely on that. Um, but you're talking about being able to make adjustments. What, what's it like having a group like this? Like you got these guys, these old linemen have all been playing together, right? You got, mm -hmm. um, you know, your, your starting quarterback goes down. Wimpin goes down to start the season and you have yeah. your past quarterback's little brother comes in and then you got this Mosta guy that comes out of nowhere. Well, maybe you guys didn't know he's coming out of nowhere, but he's he's coming in, filling in the shoes of Tyler LeClaire. Tell me about having a team like this and what it's like to be able to make those. I mean, you just don't hear high school coaches talking about making these kind of adjustments. Yeah, um, obviously it's a blast. Um, you know, it makes me feel, in a sense, what we kind of did in college. You know, mm -hmm. the fact that we can do that with high school kids. The fact that we have high school kids who are able to pick that up you know, they love football. I, I would say this is a very football team, um, football love kind of team. They, they love the sport and they want to they want to do things. You know, the amount of questions that they ask throughout the week is amazing because it just shows that they want to get better at it. Um, but then, yeah, I know I'm very we're very fortunate to have the kind of group that we have that we can do that and trust uh, that they're going to do it. And that's that's what I think is the most important thing is I trust. I trust Trey Bird and I trust this O-line and the rest of those guys to make those on-field calls um, and put us in a good spot. Yeah, and, and Jake, tell me about this. So let me, let me, you know, O-linemen don't get a lot of stats, right? Um, but let's talk about your the, the guys you're blocking for. So Mostek's leading Class B in rushing yards, and he very well might lead the state. I, I can't confirm that, but he very well might be, right? You got a quarterback that's, that's in the top five. You got the top receiver in Class B. Um, you guys are just all over the, all over this offense here and what you're doing. I mean, tell me about blocking for those guys because you guys are just you guys have an answer for everything everything people throw at you. Um, what's a, what's those, what it's like being around such great players like that? For Trey, he can really make reads like now with audibles um, for easier blocks for if we're like for a counter counters for Cody to make an easier block, wow. he'll see that and he'll call an audible or he'll call an audible on some on like a pass play for some other stuff or stuff like that. And then Masek is always fine. He knows how to find those holes. He runs hard. He just runs, he runs straight up and down. So that's just a great things about that. Yeah. He, that dude is tough to bring down, man. And he runs, he runs as good as we, as we've seen. Um, so coach, I'm, I'm watching your team and um, we're, we can talk about all the great, you know, statistics these guys have, but I think you and I both know that, probably the strength of your team is those big boys up front, both on offense and defense. I, I get, I got to see some of these guys. I heard about them a lot, work with these guys. Um, they have to be a big reason you can call these audibles and things like that. Tell me about your big guys. Like um, I'm going to ask Jake specifically in a second, some inside information, but tell me what it's like to have such a talented group that's played together for so long. Yeah, you know, um, we returned four of the five stars from last year, and I think that was really huge in getting getting the tone set for this upcoming season. You know, with Cody uh, Harris, who's been phenomenal playing center, consistent, always getting the snaps back. You know, that's a huge thing. You see it all the time. Bad snaps equal bad plays. And so the fact that we're consistent there is phenomenal. You know, Jake and Jameson have been playing really since they were sophomores, almost freshmen. 
Uh, so just the amount of experience they have at the varsity level is huge. Nate Schaefer is, is a kid who he's not the biggest by any means, but he plays with a whole bunch of heart and he's doing phenomenal. And I think he compliments. He's quick. That's something he has great feet that he allows him to get kind of poles going, especially on powers and such like that. And then Carter Lurch was the guy that came up and filled the shoes for that fifth spot and has done a phenomenal job um, playing that left tackle. And I think, I think both of them, we have Jake and Jamison on one side and we have Carter and, and Nate, and they both have their, their positives that make each other and make each side of the ball really work well together. Yeah, and just an observation is is you guys, if they try to stop you guys running the ball, which it's, you know, high school, say we're going to put more guys in the box, you guys can beat them over the top. And then if they try to stop you inside, you guys can run that little pitch play at the Mostec. And if they kind of spread it out and try to play even, you guys run, you know, counter trap and those things really, really well. Um, So that's just amazing to see that kind of unity come together. Um, Jake, tell me about your boys up front. Obviously – they're some of your best friends. Now, this is the time when you can share something that maybe it's a little embarrassing. You know, we're we're not going to go too deep here, but tell me about your guys, man. I mean, I mean, my old linemen that I played with were some of my best friends, and still are. Tell me, give me some dirt on these guys. Uh, I don't, I don't have too much dirt on them, really. I'm best friends with all of them. Yeah, uh, I'm Carter's wrestling partner, so I just love them all. I love every single one of them. That's okay. Now, I have not too much to say about it. They're awesome people. Who's the crazy one, man? Who's the one that on game day is just out of his mind? You know, there's always one guy that just you got to, like, hold him back a little bit. Who's that guy? That's – for me, I like to I like to think it's Schaefer sometimes. He doesn't say a lot, but you can just tell. I can just tell when I look at him. Yeah. And then on those poles, he's coming as hard as possible with his head down. And at the, at the top of his helmet, all his stickers and his striper all getting cut up and rubbed off. And he's just coming hard on every single play. And that's that's, what, that's, I like that about him. I think that's funny. I I, just, I, we, I talk with him like when we play video games together, and I just talk with him about it, and we both laugh about it. So, do you guys have competitions on the online for like pancakes and stuff? Do you guys keep track of that? I I think we're keeping track. Right. Yeah, we are, we're keeping track. We get stickers for him. Um, I'm, I'm pretty sure we have a stat for it. I saw a picture on your huddle of you with some pancakes. So I'm assuming that you're you're tracking these things, right? Yeah. I mean, that's the only one of the only stats we get is lineman is pancakes. <laughs> yeah. Um, you guys said, you know, should make whoever, whoever has the, the most pancakes, they got to buy them pancakes, but, um, that, that's awesome. Um, all right, coach. So you guys are seven and oh, awesome yeah. place to be, um, the schedule going forward. You don't want to take anyone for granted, but no. you're in the, 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 the part of your schedule where you can feel better about that. You don't, you're not paying the right teams left over. Don't want to take that for granted, but what, what you, how do you, how are you going to push this team forward? Right. How are you going to keep them from like sitting back and saying we're the best around, we're number one, and you play teams that you can beat? Um, are you going to play more guys in, in in these games, or do you have just like a mentality that you're that you're giving them to to keep pushing forward? Yeah, uh, you know, like you said, we're not going to take them for granted. We play Omaha and Ron Colley, who is a is a good a good football team. Mm-hmm. You know, their ROC was their OC two years ago, and so there's a lot of similarities. You know, in a sense, we're kind of playing ourselves on defense. And offense, you know, we, we'll see a 3-5, which is a little bit different. But you know that the connection that our OC had with their head coach is there. And so they, they've they been in each other's brains before, if you can understand what I mean with that. Yeah, so yeah. it is going to be a challenging game. The thing I asked the kids last uh, this week is, like, how great do you want to be? Um, you know, 7-0 is fantastic. If you finish 7-0 and, or 9-0 but don't do anything in the playoffs, it doesn't matter. Yeah. So – 
how great do you want to be? If we want to be great, if we want to be state champions, we got to continue to get better. And that's been the mindset every week. We just get better every week. We win Monday through Thursday, then we play Friday. We enjoy that night, and we go back to work on Saturday. And I, like I told you, this team has been so hungry. They, Of all the teams I ever coached, this is a team that's bought into that idea of do the work, enjoy it, go back to work. Do the work, enjoy it, go back to work. And so that's what we've been. We we have, I we say we have to have the best Wednesday practice we've ever had this Wednesday. Uh-huh. Tomorrow we're gonna have hopefully have the best Thursday practice we've ever had, and on Friday we're gonna play the best football game we've ever played, and then we'll go back to work, figure out what we gotta do to be even better that next week. Nice. What um, you know, you guys are undefeated. You have handily beat most of your teams. Um. Does it concern you that you haven't had a ton of adversity, or, or maybe you have had some that you they just overcome so well? How's that happen for you, Coach? How, how you know how do you get your guys ready for that, or how do you? Because it's hard, you know, when you go and lose a game, it's it's those are the games it's easy to get them motivated, right? Mm-hmm. But um, you know, you're gonna have some adversity maybe in the playoffs. Yeah. You know, what are some of the things you're doing to kind of prepare for when maybe you don't have the lead, maybe. Maybe that's okay. Uh, maybe you don't have the lead or maybe something goes wrong and you have to overcome it. What, what, what's your kind of, what's your plan for that? You know, we, we kind of talk about it daily. We, we bring it about, you know, there's adversity we face every week. Um, and, and we, we try to put that on them in practice as well, whether it's uh, designing things that make them in a sense, go through something that they don't agree with, you know, coach, I've been known to call holding calls when there's no holding calls around just so I can see how they read and react. Um, yeah. And so there's there's stuff like that. But at the end of the day, like, I think what's been great about this team is we've had adversity in our games. And, you know, Aurora, Aurora was a huge game, 40, 55 to 44, battling back forth. We, you know, we think that we should be going 35, 14 and a half. And all of a sudden they take a ball back and now it's 35, 20 and they're getting the ball back. So that was huge for us. How are we going to battle? They would get scores there and they went for two. A lot of teams might have folded. Like our offense went back out and it's like, all right, we need to go put the ball in the end zone again. So I think we've been tested there um, and we're going to continue just to do it. But I think the biggest thing we can do is, is continue just to talk about it and how are we going to mentally prepare for it? You can take mental reps and that kind of stuff so that when it actually happens, we've been through it, we're ready to go and we know how to handle it. That's, that's, that's so cool. I mean, it's, it's nice that you're advanced enough to know that you have to put them, make them uncomfortable. Right. I remember coaches that would do the same thing. Sudden change. You know what I mean? All of a sudden you put the defense at a position or offense because it just conditions you to do that. So mm-hmm. that's that's awesome that you guys are at that level. Um, so finishing up here, Jake. Um, so, Coach, Jake came to a lot of my clinics this summer. And, man, you talk about a guy that I just loved working with. I mean, he came in there. He was already a, a just a specimen, right, of an athlete um, as an O-lineman, very well put together. But we work a lot this summer on just kind of getting better at the little things, right? Mm-hmm. Just having your head in the right place, hand placement, um, stance stuff, some weight shifting, stuff like that. And I, I see it paying off and obviously it's paying off because Jake's got mm-hmm. a lot of attention. Jake, you're committed to Wayne state, right? Yeah. So tell me about the, the, um, the, your recruitment process and how you landed on Wayne state coach McNenneman is an Omaha guy. He was out at UNO um, when they canceled the program. So I knew him a little bit. He's done a really good job of bringing a lot of, local kids up there tell me about your recruitment and how you chose Wayne State so from the start uh their whole recruitment thing was uh, everything just felt like they really like everything everything was just comfortable I was comfortable talking with masters or recruiting coach and every time I went up there for a visit it, I walk around campus it was like I just kind of knew had like this little feeling that I just knew 
this is kind of where I wanted to be. And then this summer, after I was up there again, um, I wanted to make that choice. Uh, and so I made that choice to commit there. Everything about it was uh, I just felt comfortable there. I I liked the relationships with their line coach because he was also a wrestler. Um, and he's pretty he's a pretty cool, pretty cool guy. And all their coaches are really cool. And that's just what led me to choose, choose that place. And it's probably nice to get that out of the way so you can just enjoy playing your senior year instead of worrying about where you're going. You know, I was a guy that never, you know, I didn't really get recruited. I went to college on a, on a Goodrich scholarship, an academic scholarship. I pretty much walked on and um, it's, it, there's good football at the division two level. They have a good program. They have a great season. They're yeah. doing good. Um, but the only thing I'll say is, you know, it's not where you start. You know what I mean? You're going to go out there and do, do, do great. It's a great school. And, um, but your senior season, you know, I played 19 seasons of football and my senior year of high school was by far one of the funnest seasons I ever had. There's nothing like when you're on your the Friday Night Lights, your senior year, you guys are having an awesome year. Now, we got to I got to experience last year like vicariously through my son of what I think you guys are going to kind of go through too. Everything's lining up for you guys to go and achieve this amazing goal. Just go enjoy it, man. And it's not about winning that championship, honestly. It's about every day with with your boys. You know, the guys that you've been – you know, working, sweating, bleeding with for years and years and enjoy that because I remember the practices. I remember, you know, the lifting, I remember conditioning and the games kind of are a little bit of an afterthought, but that's what you're going to remember. So guys, I, I just want to thank you for coming, coming on the show. I, I, I love just getting, to you know, uh, guys like you, great people, O-Lyman and you guys are, you guys are so impressive and I, I'm rooting for you guys. I, all the guys I get to work, I worked with a couple of you guys and I know that um, you guys are, are off to a great start and you got some games left. And if you keep on, keep rolling, you're going to, you're going to be really happy at the end. So I wanted to wish you guys the best of luck. You guys can always call me if, if I can do anything for you guys. So, but thanks for coming on. Um, we'll put this out there to share with everyone and, you know, best of luck in the last couple of games and um, off into the playoffs. Yeah. Thank you. Appreciate Thank it. You. Yeah, All right. guys. Best of, luck. best of luck this week. Stay healthy. Okay. Of course.